What's up, everybody? This is Chris Kane here again with an unofficial therapy podcast. And thank you guys, as always, for tuning in and telling your friends and family. Um, the podcast is going well so far. I actually got some stuff in the works. I can't speak too much on it, but there's some stuff coming down the pipe. But for now, we're going to stay on topic. So I want to talk about something today that I think we all see or encounter or, you know, at the very least, it's a talked about topic, and that's critics. Some people call them haters because that just sounds cooler, but I guess they're all the same thing. It's people who don't like what you're doing and make it known that they don't like what you're doing, right? You ever heard the expression, everybody on social media felt this way, or man, Twitter's blowing up off of this, and then you take that to be what the reality is, when actuality is like 5,000 people. <laughs> the world is going crazy on word. The world is going crazy on, on Twitter. And what happens is, and this is you can see this on TV and our media and you know, our especially politics and that kind of thing, is that people are afraid to talk. They don't want to say anything because they don't want critics. But then you go to Michael Jordan route where you don't say anything and you get criticized for not talking. And so the lesson learned there is there's nothing you can do as a person of, you know, trying to accomplish something, a person of influence that doesn't bring about critics and haters. So if you know that, you might as well do what you want to do in pursuit of things that you like. Because the, the idea that I can please everyone is ridiculous. Right? There are people we universally think are the best at what they do. You can have the basketball joint LeBron debate. You can do the Tom Brady thing. You can do, you know, JFK, the best president thing. You can do all, you can do all the, the things you want. There's always going to be someone that's like, were they really? And they'll find like those one or two flaws and try to pull them down. Because that's just the nature of the game. Even at the best at what you do, there's still people. Shakespeare wasn't that great, was he? <laughs> there's always those people. And those people typically are sad at their own existence and get some pleasure out of pulling you down towards where they are, right? I don't know any billionaires really talking smack about other billionaires unless it's in service of making more money, right? It's like, unless it's just, again, it's some ego stuff. I work, I'm worth 10 billion, you're only worth 8 billion. It's like, dude, I'm worth 8 billion. <laughs> Is that really insulting, you know? But I know a lot of people who work down at the thrift shop hating on celebrities. Like, that's, that's everything. The comments just blow up. I wish I had blah, 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 or and I would do X, Y, and Z. And it's just, and in that moment, you're like, yeah, I showed, I showed Nicki Minaj how I feel. Like, it, whatever. It's, it, doesn't, it doesn't lead to anything. I think that's one of the, corrupt, the, the corruptible parts of social media is that what gets glorified a lot of times is the critical people. One, because sometimes they're just hilarious. Like, I even, I'm talking bad about critics now. I'm not going to lie, I've seen some pretty hilarious critical stuff. Um, don't let all death get you. They'll, <laughs> they'll tear you down. So it's funny sometimes because it's like lighthearted and it's like someone does something ridiculous, you got to say something, whatever, whatever. But there are people who go out of their way just to tear people down because they're so deeply unhappy with what they have going on. They're not living their best life. They're not working the job they want to work. They're in a bad relationship. They're upside down in the house or the money's not right. And so they see everyone as a target. And it just starts trying to tell people, tear people down. 
So if everyone's doing poorly, then I don't look as bad. So I'm going to just keep doing this. I ain't hating. I'm just telling the truth. I'm the only one I can tell the truth. Right? You, you hear people say that. We all got that one uncle that ain't never hated on nobody. All he does is tell the truth, but he's just hating. He's, he scored 45 points. He should have had 50. <laughs> we, we get those people. But those aren't even like the worst type of haters and critics. Some of the worst are our family and friends. You ever have an idea, like an, like an entrepreneurial type idea? Oh, I want to open this business. And you tell your friends and family expecting some level of support. You expect them to be like, oh, cool, tell me more about this. Or how can I help you in pursuit of this endeavor? And then you tell them what, how you feel and tell them what your thought is. And those are the ones saying, you can't do that. You know you ain't never finished nothing in your life. Why would you even try that? Just keep what you're doing. And they, they discourage your dream. And I don't know why they do it. Like, like I don't know everyone's family situation. Um, and most people that I've talked to have seen Pursuit of Happiness. And one of Will Smith's best lines in that is, if someone can't do something, I'm destroying the line right now. I don't remember the line verbatim. But pretty much, if someone can't do something, they'll tell you not to do it because they can't do it. And so that's, that's, their, that's their whole thing. You can't, you can't start your own company and make it. I tried making a company, it didn't work out, so it's not going to work for you. And these are people who you confide in, people you've known most of your life, people who care about you, and their criticism is way more scathing. I don't know, you know, Latin lover 47, who's on, who's on the keys talking smack about me. Even if you said something really critical, I don't know who you are, dude. You could be not Latino, <laughs> and you cannot have a lover. You could just be some dude who just, you know, likes alliteration and you're just kind of going out but i know cousins i know siblings i know uncles and aunts and parents and if you tell your parents i have this dream or i want to do something and they just tear it down and don't support it then it's if it feels like you're going alone you don't have a solid support system in place i don't know how many really fruitful endeavors can be achieved by not having people around you I think the idea of being self-made and pulling yourself up by the bootstraps and I don't need nobody, I do it by myself, is a novel thing that we've romanticized in the media. But I don't think it's the truth. Everyone has something. Everyone got a break from someone. Even if you were inspired by an idea by someone else, you still didn't do it by yourself. There's no truly original stuff going on. And so we tell ourselves these fairy tales that Man, he came from nowhere and did this by himself with no one. And, it's, and, it's, and it's, it's virtuous. We look at that and say, man, if that person can pull themselves up from the bootstraps, and then we do the comparison thing. And then it becomes more self-critical at that point. But everybody needs somebody around them. You don't necessarily need like a 30-person coalition. I think that's another detraction from what you're trying to do like i don't think we need everyone on your side we need a couple people who ride with you who will tell you if your idea is maybe not the best in the world who'll tell you that maybe you're you're cutting up a little bit it can it can be honestly critical with you but in service of trying to help you not all criticism is bad sometimes it's the right thing to do it's like dude i don't know man you're you're wagering a lot a certain amount of money you know your situation right now. You sure you want to do this? Like you're trying to look out for their best interests. But if they refuse that constructive criticism, 
Then the second part is support. Well, listen, you know I'm not 100% on board with what you're doing. I think there's some downsides to it, but you know what? I'm here for you. I'm supporting this any way I can. Let me help foster this goal. And if it doesn't work, listen, I'll be right here to help you try to see your way through it. But just remember that I wasn't with it in the first place. <laughs> so if things go sideways, I can kind of like shield myself of it. That's what we need. We need, I think you need three to five people around you who just, who ride with you. And part of their job is to help shield criticism too. Damn, man, I'm getting, I'm getting killed on social media. And forget them people. You do what you got to do. And, and because they're, they know you and they know what, you, what you're made of. That little flippant response to that actually means something to you. Makes you feel like, all right, yeah, yeah, thank you, you're right. You're right, yeah, they they probably just hating anyway. And then you can kind of push forward. You don't need 30 people. You definitely don't need the approval of social media to know that what you're doing is the right thing to do. If you feel the calling, you feel like it's a good idea, you have the resources, go. Go forward. See what you got. It may be horrible, but it may be awesome. You don't know. You got to try it. I think... The biggest critic, though, and this is maybe the most damaging critic, is ourselves. More people that I talk to, especially because I'm in the comedy slash acting realm, so many people I meet are critical of themselves. And this is based, you know, part in self-esteem, self-worth, you know, upbringing. And usually it's the comparison thing. You know, I'm in La La, so allegedly this is the best of the best. This is the highest of high. And so you can say, oh, man, you're so good looking. Really? Because I just got offset with this model and blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden you feel diminished in what you are because you're comparing yourself to everyone else. Like that's a big thing out here. And so you are self-deprecating. You start kind of tearing yourself down instead of realizing how great you are and how accomplished you've gotten to this point and the things you've already overcome to get to where you are. Yeah, maybe, you know, Objectively, you're not as pretty as this girl or you're not as muscular as that dude, but that's not the only value. And if you're tearing yourself down because of what you think other people want, or it's just, it, it's no, there's no win there because self-negative talk and self-criticism is stronger than outside praise, I think. People can tell you up and down, you're the most talented artist I've ever seen. Oh my God, you're amazing. You should be doing stuff. And if you don't feel like you're worth it, and you don't feel like you're good, that's falling on deaf ears. Hey, man, thank you for, thanks for your encouragement. I mean, I guess it's the piece is all right, but it could have been better, you know. And 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 it just will. It's it's almost like trying to convince someone that you like them. Like you take them on a date or something, and you're laughing at their jokes and you're doing this and that. And at some point, they're like. You're not really having a good time. You're like, no, I'm having a good time. I'm really enjoy this. It's like, no, you don't. My ex told me, blah, blah. And they start going into this diatribe about some past event. And it's like, if I didn't want to be here, I wouldn't be here. Let me, how can I convince you that I want to be here right now? Should I, you want me to write a poem? You want me to write a song? I can't sing. But they don't feel like they're worth any more than that. And it may not even be that deep-seated Right, like that's I think a common thing, but sometimes you're critical just because you don't know you're afraid that it won't be good. This is something I struggle with myself. Even starting this podcast, it took me months to like maybe a year or so 
of waiting around and should I do it, should I not do it before I actually did it? Because the thought was, what if the podcast isn't good? What if it's not well received? Um, what if it's too derivative of something else? And people say, oh, you're just a copycat. And now it's like I put my voice out there or I say something controversial. Who knows? I usually don't delve in those kind of situations, but whatever. People can take what they want. I may say something that people don't want to hear. And then that comes back to bite me. Well, you said on this podcast on November 11th that blah, blah, blah. And now, you know, I'm left holding the bag, trying to defend a position that maybe I don't feel anymore. So that that was a holdup. And it's not from self-worth. It's not from self-esteem. It's more just anytime you go into an endeavor, you don't know the answers to. Like you're taking the test, but you didn't. you don't know all the answers to it. There's some nerve attached to it if you care about the outcome of the test. Like we've, we've all gotten a pop quiz and we didn't read the chapter before. <laughs> and you're like, oh shit, pop quiz. And it's like, take out your papers. And you're like, oh boy, what is this about? And you're, and you, you're just, your heart's beating, you're sweaty, whatever, whatever. And we've also, hopefully, all taken a test at some point where you did study. And you may still be nervous, but you're not nearly as nervous as a person who didn't study. You're like, listen, I know it's going to be a challenging test, but I put the work in for this. And so, you know, if I failed this test after studying the way I did, then you know what? I wasn't going to pass the test. I got tutoring. I put hours in. And once you're at that kind of place, then you put your work out there. You put your creative energy out into the universe and say, listen, they may not receive my merchandise. They may not think my art is good. They may not like the song. Maybe this podcast doesn't pick up and they don't listen to it. But I feel good about the work I put out. And hopefully at some point, people catch up to it. Or, you know, it catches one person with affluence and influence and whatever. And they put it out there. Yo, y'all check out this this artist, man. They're dope. And you may have been in the game for a few years. And then all of a sudden, you get a spike. And it's like, what happened? It's like someone with some kind of pop gave you some juice. You don't know how it's going to go. But you have to put it out there to know. And usually, we know the story. A lot of these people we see who are doing well failed a lot oh yeah my first startup bombed in six months oh yeah i put out two three mixtapes before i even did an album or i wasn't signed when i first started doing this and you know it kind of came around like this podcast i think my first podcast i don't check all the metrics on this i just kind of do this because i like it i think it got like six listeners or something and it was just and those six people, like, I I would meet more people walking to my front door than that. But it was, you know what? It doesn't matter. It's out there. And at some point, I'll have more than six, hopefully. <laughs> um, and then when I'm years down the line into this podcast, I'll look back on it and say, I started with six. And at this point, hopefully, it's like six million. And it's like, yeah, you know, just kept trudging along, you know. But it's entirely possible that this thing could just fail i can just do this for months or a couple of years never get the, never pop and end up doing some other thing but this will live on because i decided to do it and that's enough some people call that a fail i, I guess depends on how you define it but i don't want to meet a person that never failed at anything like if i start talking to you about failure and you're like i don't know i, I make it in everything i never failed at anything i don't want to meet that person what kind of life is that to never fail at anything. Will you just succeed at all things? Like you're perfect the first time, every time. Every girl you ask out says yes. Every dude you want wants you back. You get every job. What kind of character or grit do you build doing that? 
And what that probably tells me is that you never pursue anything that was of substance. You never went after anything tremendous. There are people with straight A's who don't get into Ivy League schools, even though their credentials are spot on. Like it's, They know when they apply, it's a possibility I won't get in. I've done everything right on my end. Credits, straight A's, volunteering. No, we already meet our quota. Sorry. That's failure. You apply for essentially a job and you didn't get it. I don't want to meet the person who never failed. I don't want to meet people who don't try and follow what they think they can do. I don't want to meet the person that's too afraid to fail, to do anything. And so they stay in their little box and claim happiness, but really are just like in a state of just stuckness. I don't, I don't want those people around me. Now, I don't want someone who always fails. <laughs> I don't want a person who's like, man, I ain't never succeeded. You know, I just been failing, so I woke up. I don't want that person because, hey, get that failure energy away from me. You got to make it at some point. You can't just be like, yeah, I've been striking out for 10 years with these girls, but the next one, though, no. I need you to have a little bit more. You got to have a better percentage than that. You got to be like baseball. Like three out of 10, I can, I can work with, but you can't be batting a donut. You got to do better. And so what I guess what I'm saying for those who are listening, is that if you were discouraged from doing something because of detractors and critics, especially external ones, they, they don't matter. Keep pushing. They don't know you for real. They don't know what you put into it. They don't know how far you're going. They don't matter. It probably hurts, especially if they're getting personal with it. Ride, push through it. It don't matter. If your friends and family are hating on something that you really feel like is for you and you're really going all in for it, Hey, sometimes you got to prove them wrong. You don't have to hate them and don't talk to them again. But you know what? You're not feeling my vision. I guess I can't share this part of myself with you. And you keep it moving. If you're the one hating on you, if you're the one stopping yourself because of what you think may or may not happen, look in the mirror, man. How, how many things have you done that you thought maybe you couldn't do before? How many times have you thought this probably won't work out and it didn't? And even if it does fail, what does that leave you? Is that, is that the end of your life? Like, this is the one thing you could do? It's okay to fail. It's not okay not to try. Anyway, guys, that wraps it up for today's show. Um, as always, thank you guys for listening. Tell your friends, repost, social media stuff. I'm going to start posting these on Facebook as well so they can be more accessible. Because it's on Apple, Tunes, you know, podcast, whatever the app is called. And But if you don't have the podcast, I guess you can't listen to it. So I'm going to start posting on Facebook as well for those of you who don't have that. And hopefully we can extend this to more people. I think this is a message, message a lot of people can listen to and uh, get something from. But critics have held a lot of people back over the years. So let's start encouraging each other and kind of chase what we're trying to do. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, we'll do something else. That's life. I'll see you guys next time. Deuces.